Welcome to Bag of Cans podcast. Hello. Welcome back. We've had we had a week off last week. Sabbatical. Yeah, I can't. I think we did twelve in a row. That's pretty good going. It's more than I thought, actually. Yeah, I'm surprised we did more than three. Yeah, <laughs> but what was the reason last week? We were just a bit hungover. Um, it was bank holiday last week, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. And then we were thinking about doing it on the Monday, and then I got invited to the to El Poob. To the Poob. And then Tuesday came and went. Mm. But we're back, so who cares about why we weren't there? Hello again. Hello. Nice to see you all. Um, yeah, sun's shining. Had some good news over the last week. Uh, been able to dry my clothes outside, which is something that I find very satisfying. My washing night snapped today. Oh. Well, you had some big clothes or something? Um, I think the little drill in the back of the garage is, that it's attached to is just slightly out. So I have to tie it to the fence post, which means my washing line's now about half the length than it used to be. Well, not good news all round, I guess, then. But it's been a good week for me. Happy days, mate. Any Anything happened for you? Any news? Yeah. Other than In the, the, last... the tragedy, the travesty, the tragedy of your washing line breaking? Um, 31 minutes ago, Cortina's announced a gig at um, Old Trafford Cricket Ground for the 25th of September, supported by the great Johnny Marr and the awesome Blossoms. So now is the anxiety of can we get tickets at 9am on Friday morning? I'm in the office, so I cannot. So I'm leaving it in the hands of my capable friends, Jordan Barrington and Liam Cunningham, who have never in their life been described as capable by anyone. I don't um, think they had either. That looks cool. No, it doesn't. It? Sorry, mm. if we've been distracted because of the light shining through my window. I look like something out of a space film, don't I? Joe's got like lightsabers for fingers. That's fucking sweet. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we get tickets and that'll be a great day. Yeah, that sounds like Speak. that'd be fun. When, when's Speak. the gig? Uh, 25th of September oh, in the so great city of weather. Manchester. Yeah, sure. Incredible. Speaking of great cities of Manchester, I was there this weekend. How was it? Yeah, pretty loose. Get loose, get loose. Yeah. Oh, I've got a story to tell about that, actually. Is it a good one? Um, uh, yeah, it's actually a really good story. Um, so this weekend consisted of myself, Pidge, Harry, Jess, and a guy called Joe, who I met a few times in Melbourne, but I haven't seen since. And um, it was really nice to catch up with him, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, he had to rush back on Sunday to go for a date with a girl back home. He lives in Drumfield. I don't know where this girl lives. Um, anyway, he showed me the picture of this girl, well, her Instagram, and she had like 200 and something thousand followers. I was like, fair enough. Why is she famous? Turns out that she's um, Canelo's ex-girlfriend. No. She's <laughs> English? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, I think she's like an ex-amateur boxer or something, and there's some link to Canelo. But Does she, she was like hard? living in... It looks nails, yeah. Um, but she was like living in Mexico with him. Fucking that's mad. All sorts. And now your boy's just gonna stroll down and take a what? Yeah. Nando's, yeah. isn't it? Apparently they had a really nice day at Good Crack. That was all that was reported. Fair. Yeah, I probably won't need to go into it anymore. 
That could be a title for this episode, Dating Canelo's Ex. Yes. Thank you, Joe. Not that Joe. Other Joe. You're welcome. From the other Joe. Um, I had a good weekend as well. Basing and Buglehorn won the league. With two games to spare. Very fucking happy. So I went out and had far too many shandies on Sunday evening. I had the whole shandies weekend. Shandies are quite nice, aren't they? Say that again. Shandies are quite nice, aren't they? Oh, they're so tasty. I even quite enjoy an actual shandy from time to time. I don't think I've ever had one. No, I had one when I was like eight last night, I think. From time to time, every 20 years. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we won the league. Had a few beers for that. And it's quite nice because we've got two games to go. We've got, we've got our last home game this weekend. I have too many beers for that. Lift the trophy, stroll over to the pub, and we've got England kicking off their Euro campaign at two o'clock. So yeah, it's going to be a do. fucking good day. It's going to be a really good day. Um, Football-wise, I was just going to do a bit of a Euros preview. Do what you want, mate. Thanks, but it'd be great if you could help. Um, I'll try. <laughs> there's not really anything else. I'm not going to talk about club football. That's boring. There's nothing exciting going on. Finished. All, all any of us, yeah, but never goes, does it? All anyone's bothered about is the Euros. So, have you watched any of the England friendlies? Uh, yeah. Any other teams? Um, uh, only England, and I've been massively disappointed every time I've watched them. Have you? I've decided that Tyro Mings might be the worst footballer to ever play international football ever. God, it's not like you to throw a bit of hyperbole in there. A bit of exaggeration. He's, he's toilet, though, isn't he? It was the first game where, for no real reason, he just like launched Body someone in his own box. Bizarre. That's a penalty in the tournament. Um, but he's a leader. Left for it. He's rubbish. Yeah, absolutely. So not impressed by either of the performances. Um, impressed by his team selections. <laughs> oh, we haven't spoke about this even off air. Off air. <laughs> ben White's surprise inclusion. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I think that says a lot about Hendo and Maguire not being fit, that you bring someone in who can do both. Get you a guy who I, can do both. I personally would have picked James Ward-Prowse on the basis that Jack Grealish wins 500 free kicks a game and surely will score from at least one of them set pieces. I'd have take, I think I'd have taken him as well. But this, I watched the first game against, was it Austria the first one? And we, we were all right for a warm-up game. I wasn't blown away. But then this one against Romania, again, we weren't very good. But I'd, I'm one of Southgate's biggest, not biggest fans, but I don't like having a pop in. But to, to only have two warm-up games, and in the second one, your last game before the tournament, to start a lad who's not even going. We started at, numerous at, lads at, that aren't even wait, going. Wait, at right-back when you've got taken three right-backs. To start Ben Godfrey at right-back is a joke. So, Bizarre. It's, it sort of made me a little bit less optimistic for England. I'm nowhere near as... I'm, I'm really excited for the tournament, but I'm, it'll change in the next few days. But so far, I'm not that excited for the England element of it. I really hate myself for putting this out into the universe, but I'm going to anyway. I have a real, like, genuine fear that England aren't going to make it out of the group. Right, I, I just Honestly, can't. I, I mean, you look at teams in our group. Croatia are a good side. We've obviously lost to them in the past. Mm-hmm. You still, you'd fancy us now. Czech Republic—they were in our group in qualifying, and we, I don't know if we beat them both times. I think we did. 
We probably did, yeah. Probably, probably didn't. And then I Scotland, just think the preparation's been shocking, mate. I can't imagine anyone else that's fucking sick preparation. I've got no m- momentum whatsoever. Our best players haven't been fit. They haven't even been playing. <laughs> and Gareth's been picking... You say that. Like, he's been picking players that aren't even in the squad. Like... It's embarrassing, isn't it? That bit, it's that obscene. side of things. I could get it for the first game because we were like, oh, we've not taken a load of players. But the moment you say that those players aren't coming, mm. they shouldn't be playing a minute of football for us. Absolutely. They shouldn't be playing a minute. But And then mugs for doing it as well. Who, who are the mugs? The players. Oh, no, you stay. You get your cap for England. I don't blame the players. If you've got the chance to play for your country in any circumstances, you'd take it, wouldn't you? Yeah, fair enough. So, going on to this then, and all our positivity surrounding the England team, the England camp, mm. what would your starting 11 be come next Sunday? Now, when I've looked at mine, I've assumed that Maguire and Hendo aren't fit. Oh, have you? See, I, I wouldn't pick Hendo anyway. Yeah. But I've, I've assumed that everyone's fully fit. Right. Well, um, well really? I, I, so I think Maguire is going to be fit. But to start first game? Yeah. I think that's going to be the surprise selection. Do you think that's going to, they're all going to jump out, pull the curtain yeah. back and there he is. Exactly. Doing keepy uppies. With his head. With his massive head. Yeah. I hope so. I hope you're right, but I think that's bollocks. Anyway, go on. Um, partly picked it on the basis that he's fit is because I can't bring myself to pick a back three or five, which I'm assuming we're going to if he doesn't play. Um, do you want me to read out my entire 11? No, nah, just do seven of them. You're a twat. Pickford in goal. Yeah. Walker right back. Maguire and Stones at centre-half. Sure, at left back. Midfield three. This is dreamland, by the way. Of Rice as the deepest midfielder. Yeah. Mount, Mount and Foden either side. Um, with a front three of Harry Kane leading the line, Grealish to the left and Sancho to the right. Yeah, it's fair. Mine's a similar mm-hmm. team. It's not quite the same. Mine's a bit more mine's a bit more defensive. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I've done a back four as well. Who did you have at left back? Sure. So did I. Um I've put Stones and Cody because I don't think Maguire's fit and I can't put Tyrone Mings in a starting 11 for England. Right back, I've I've put James at right back, but to be quite honest, if it was James, Trippier, Trippier, sorry, Walker, I'm not even going to waste time talking about it. I think they're all quality players. Any of them three startings. Yeah, I'm not mad. And I, I can't, you can't, I, don't, I think it's a bit harsh to have a go at Southgate for picking one over the others. Yeah, I tend to agree. Um, now, I am a bit more conservative in midfield, but I'm been tossing Only because up. you're a Leeds fan. Well, the thing is, I, I kind of want to get Phillips on the pitch. But I think if he plays Phillips, he plays Rice. Well, I think he'll play both of them anyway. Yeah. He'll, well, I, I'm pretty convinced he'll play t- at least, well, two of Henderson, Rice and Phillips. Yeah, I, I think he probably will as well. And And I've said to you before... As long as the fullbacks then bomb on, that's not as much of an issue as people like to make out. If the fullbacks aren't bombing on, then it is an issue. But if you're mm. if you've if you've genuinely got both fullbacks, your front three and the other central midfielder, 
that's six players attacking the opposition box. So it sh- there shouldn't be an issue that we've got players holding. But so if, if you want got- your so if you want your fullbacks to be bombing on, mm. then why have you picked Reese James? He, do, he does go forward. Well, surely if that's your criteria, then you're going to pick one of the other two. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah. But anyway, yeah, Felix, Phillips, Phillips. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Phillips. No, Phillips and Rice, and then Grealish or Foden. They're both in my eleven, but depends whether you play one central or one wide. The other one, then wide. Yeah, Sancho on the right and Kane up top. I think Mount Mount misses out from my team, which I think it's funny because think... I'm a massive Mount fan, and I've said to you a thousand times how much I rate him. But I think he goes with two defensive midfielders, more defensively minded, and and I kind of like Phillips in there. I know he sometimes gets a bit of stick from people who aren't Leeds fans, but the man can spread the ball about, as he mm. showed a couple of times the other night. And Rice is a good player. I don't see him really spreading the ball about, and like even. With the Grealish, the mounts, the rest of them, as fucking incredible as they are on the ball, you don't really see them sitting in that pocket and just spraying the ball about. No. So I kind of think that it may be for the structure of the team and to give you that option. I think it was to Sancho the other day, he just rolled the ball out and 50, 60-yard ball and Sancho was in a bit of space. So just for that option that he gives you, that passing ability, um, that's why I'd put him in my team. But Would you... Go on, carry on, sorry. I was just going to say, there's three or four changes that you could make and I still wouldn't be mad with it. Do you want to hear what I think Southgate's team will be? Yeah, go on then. Um, so I think he'll play Pickford in goal and I think he'll play a back five of Reese James at wing back. Yeah. Stones on the right, Cody in the middle, Mings on the left. Oh, I thought... Okay. I, I think he'll play... Because um, they're playing a back five, I think he'll play Chilwell at fullback. Yeah, I think he'll then play Rice and Phillips. Okay, this is negative, isn't it? If they do, and then I think he'll play Mount in front of them. Yeah, and then he'll play a front three of Sterling, Rashford, and Kane. I wouldn't be surprised. That's what I think the starting eleven will be. We're going to come back to that next week and see how close you were. Well, actually, think, if you're nowhere near, won't bother. I think the ones that are up for debate are, I think the front six, so from Rice up to Kane, are pretty dead cert for Southgate. Grealish might get a shout now he's been playing so well consistently. It's almost like Grealish has become like the, this isn't an insult, but he's become like an easy pick for Southgate. So for him to not pick him, like whoever plays has got to have a fucking worldie or everyone's going to be on his case. Sure. Um, And then I I think if you play in a back five, he definitely plays Cody. I mean, you could argue the fullbacks again, of course, but I think I've said it a thousand times. But if Maguire's not fit, one hundred percent play back five. Yeah, maybe. I'm just surprised that he hasn't. Unless I'm being an idiot, I'm surprised he hasn't done it in the last two games. I don't think he has. No, you're right. So it's just made me think that. But then, for the whole of qualifying, he did. For most of it, yeah, he didn't for all of it. Didn't for all of it. All right. Well, what you what's your prediction then? Other than if you get rid of the England going out in the group stage, what do you actually think England are going to do in this tournament? I think a lot of it depends on where they finish in the group. Obviously, yeah. But I would. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Like you want to see it. 
your team win at a tournament, but then at the same time, if you look to get into the final, then we'd quite like to finish second in the group, wouldn't we? Yeah. Um, but well, one thing I read earlier that was an interesting point about that is if we if we win our group, we're at home in the next round. Okay. And there's a good chance that they'll be able to get more fans in than they can now. Right. So it swings it a bit more in your favour. I guess so. And you've got to beat everyone at some point, haven't you? It's just when you want to... Yes and no. <laughs> well, yeah, to an extent. We could, we could have won the World Cup by just beating Croatia and France last time around. Yeah. No one else um, of note. I'm really looking forward to it, though. I think because I was away for the last... Well, because I was away for the... Well, well, of course it was, yeah. It was the last tournament for the World Cup last year. I'm just well excited to watch England with my friends. Yeah, me too. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm really, really excited. And I'm, as I said before, I'm I'm massively excited for the tournament as a whole, not just mm. England, whereas normally I'm just like, hey, glad, hey, glad. Yeah. It's going to be good. Bit different. It's a bit it's different good. now because there's a level of expectation. I know we all said it about that World Cup, but you were just having fun with it, weren't you? Because you just didn't know how far the, the journey was going to go. Well, I had a look whereas on... this time, um... if you don't get to the semis, it's a failure of a tournament, I think. 100%. And I looked on the on Paddy Power at the odds for the tournament. Aye. And uh, England are favourites. Really? Yeah. Or they were last time I checked. Let me look now. Uh, Euro 2020, Paddy Power. Uh, Patrick Power. Goal score. Euro 2020. Outrights. Yeah, Eng- well, England and France now joint favourites at 92. Yeah. Then Belgium, then Spain. I've got Spain in the sweepstake. Have you? I've not done the sweepstake this time around. I'm going to arrange one in the office, I think, tomorrow. Okay, so if I was doing some, if you're going to do some predictions for me, where do you think England are going to go to? Bang. Semi final. I'm going to go. Fuck it, we're gonna win it. I can. I've said it. I've said it now. I'll definitely be thinking that come next week. Oh, 100 percent. Well, by the by Friday, if um, we go one 0 up. Okay, so if you don't think England are going to win it, who do you think is going to win this tournament? I think France will win it. Who do you think is going to be the top scorer? Harry Kane. Who do you think is going to be? A dark horse, not necessarily to win it because you think France is going to win it, but to go deep. Like, do you remember when Czech Republic? You might be too young, but when Czech Republic in like two thousand six, they got well, to the semi-finals with like Pavel Nedved and Jan Koller. Like Greece winning it in two thousand and four. Exactly that. Maybe it's the same tournament. Um, two thousand four. Yeah, same tournament. Um. Oh, yes, I have got a dark horse. Actually, I was looking at their squad the other day. Maybe yeah. you wouldn't actually class them as dark horse. Denmark. Ah, oh, you can have that as a dark horse for sure. Unbelievable team. Do you reckon they could be a good shout to go deep? Yeah, I really yeah, do. I like that one. 100%. And then you've always got teams that have just got like talisman, like Poland with Lewandowski, I'm assuming yeah. he's fit. Like you've, he's... you've always just got like a bit of a chance of him just going on a mad one, haven't you? Um, who knows? Wales might do something mental again. 
Yeah, look at their group. They've got Switzerland and Turkey and, and well, Italy. You'd expect Italy to win it. But yeah. don't know, do you? If you get the if you get the right thing out of out of Bale, then you never know. Sure. Their team's decent as well. When you think about Ramsey's fit. Um, he's not fully fit though, is he? He's been playing. Yeah, yeah, sorry. He's finished the season fit. He wasn't fit for most of the season. But... Right, yeah. But then you've got like players like Dan James, who don't get me wrong, they don't set the world on fire, but they're decent. Premier League footballers, aren't they? Yeah, and, then and if, the you, main get, man if you get a team playing more. well, you only need to win, what, five matches to win the tournament? Well, Absolutely. not win the tournament, Wales aren't going to win it, but you don't have to win many matches to go far. You do not. No, you do not. Um, anything else? Actually, I'll just do this one quickly. Group F, the group of death. Mm. Hungary, whew, what a team. Uh, Portugal, France, Germany. Yeah. Which ones do you think, which one do you think is going out, Portugal or Germany? Germany. Yeah, me too. Me too. Portugal have got a good team as well. I wouldn't be remotely surprised if they ended up winning it. Yeah, I, th- I was thinking about saying them as my dark horse, but I think that's probably but a bit... Think about the spine of their team. So you've got Diaz. Yeah. He's just one Premier League player of the year. Bruno Fernandes, um, Bernardo Silva, wherever he plays. And then you've got, obviously, CR7. Big Ron. The man, the myth. Speaking of number seven, in our game on Sunday, mm. someone got involved in a little bit of rough and tumble. Oh, yeah. And our number seven shirt has now got a big rip on the front. Nice. It's quite funny. The iconic number seven. You do it, Muck. Um, You've seen his number seven for the tournament. Is it Jackie? Yeah, it's Jackie. Jackie, big tits. What a tune. Don't fuck with it. He's giving Sterling number 10. Oh, I hate Sterling. I hate Rashford. They're both toilet. They've had a, not had a very good end to the season. But... Oh, honestly. They're just quick. I th- This is something about a team, though. And, you know, I mean, that's why I think Sancho has to be in it. Mm. or Sterling or Rashford. Because in that first game, there's just no one stretched, no one willing to go and run around the back. Yeah, that's true. And even if it doesn't have to be your number one way of playing, just the fact that you can clip it around the back every now and then, it's a different option. It throws defences off. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, sure. Have you seen um, Foden's 96 Gaza haircut? Yeah. What do you think? What a man. I mean, if he plays like him, he can do whatever he wants. I'll be funny, but if he wins us the tournament, I think every man and his dog should get that haircut. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Bez will be the first person to get that trim. <laughs> Isn't a million miles off it anyway, is it? No, that's true. Just needs to wait true. a few years, go grey. I've got a few mates who are going grey, no names. Uh, to be honest, I've not got loads else to talk to you about football. Um, I've got something we could talk about about boxing. Have you? Yeah. Go on, um, pound for pound, King against uh, Floyd Mayweather last <laughs> night. Logan Paul, did you watch no, I'm it? Joking. I, I didn't. No, I did watch a few highlights this morning, and it looked pretty painful. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it. I watched probably about two minutes worth of highlights, if that. Yeah. Not. I'm not really that interested. I probably won't talk about it. Fair play to him for getting through it. Well, maybe he got yeah. knocked out and got held up, but you know. Mate, as we said before, fair play to any of these guys. You want to go and do it and get your money, go do it. Go do it. But, Absolutely. Yeah, it's not... Um, 
I heard someone talking about it the other day and they sort of said it, you know, it's not good for boxing, but it's really good for them. And I think that's probably the most accurate point. And who really cares, to be honest? It's funny, you see all the comments underneath though, and you get people who are it's like fans of these YouTubers, which is fair enough. But they'll be talking about boxing. You can you can tell that they they don't know anything about boxing. Mm, they are just absolutely. watching it because of these. Which is yeah. fine if they watch it because of them and then get into the sport and find an actual fighter off the back of it, and great. But yeah, I can't really be asked to just hear, well, read people's opinions. Who... What a businessman Floyd Mayweather is, though, by the way. He's into his 40s and still making more money from boxing than the top Any level boxers at the Well, maybe not Canelo, yeah. but probably. Uh, Dubois was back to winning ways on Saturday He's night. He's trained well. by a thingy now, isn't he? Shane McGuigan. Yeah. Yeah, I watched, have I watched it back. Yeah, I watched it. It's a bit hard to tell, really. When you've just lost a fight, when you've been on your, when you can't really get off someone's jab, then to go in and just blitz someone away, you don't really learn anything, do you? So yeah, really. it's, it was probably more for him just to to get a, it out of his out of his cobweb, get get the. Will it be luck or can make it true tonight? Uh, Eggington won as well, I think. He's uh, his favourite sparring partner. Belt, hasn't he? Yeah, I don't know what belt. It was Saturday night. Well, he. It was a few weeks ago that he beat someone. Two weeks ago, beat someone. Um, No, I'm I'm saying he might he might might well have fought this weekend, but it wasn't wasn't too long ago that he was in an upset fight and won something. Don't know what it was. Which room? Hmm. Um. Something I need to remember. So I, I was on Saturday, I was here the other week and having a few beers, and I started having a chat with the boys outside from next door. Oh, yeah. Um, and one of them, he's, I'm probably getting this wrong, but I think he's a pro at a club around here. He's a golf player. Oh, yeah. And I said, he said that he'd give us some tips for the Masters next or the next, whatever the next nice. majors are. So, Aaron, I finally so- remembered to. Is he a golf coach essentially? Yeah, yeah. So, so a golf honest, pro. Mate, both times I've met yeah. him and his, and his housemates, they all seem like great guys. But I've been really drunk. Yeah, fair. So I think he is a golf pro. So he's probably a, a PGA professional, which means he's essentially a golf coach. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe that. I don't know. I don't want to. I'd rather make him sound amazing than sound shit. So yeah. He's on the European tour. That's what just, I heard. He's just got to Wu Young Lee or whatever his name is. Yeah, his, his name's Aaron. <laughs> and uh, and also, he's, he's got a mate in that house. I'm guessing South African because in my phone, I just had Joe Bo Bryan written down. Nice. So I'm just going to assume that he's from Johannesburg. So that'd be yeah, a safe bet. I'll, I'll see you guys soon. Hopefully, I'll remember the conversations next time. All the best. They listen. Um, Aaron said he did. Nice. Because we met at Halloween and he added me on Instagram and I just didn't add him back. And then when I saw him the other week, I sort of mentioned that. Because he, oh no, he mentioned the podcast and I said, oh, I feel bad. I haven't even followed you back. And he was like, yeah, I had noticed. So I was oh, like, oh, okay, oh, okay. I'll, I'll make sure I at least mention you this time. So <laughs> so all good, all good. I'll see them soon. Um, but we won't, we won't keep it too much longer, but I've got some trivia. Come on. This will go Show down well. Again. The amount of t- I've seen like more of my friends in recent times, like a variety of my friends. 
with mm. rules changing and pubs being open and blah, blah, blah. And yep. almost to a man, if they listen to this podcast, they say how shit you are at trivia. I just, the pressure just gets to me a bit, you know? I can tell. I can tell, mate. Literally every single time. It'll be, it'll be like, you're mate, shit at trivia. Yeah, I'd love to get them on to do the trivia fucking one because I'll probably get more on too. <laughs> it's easy at home, isn't it? As they used to yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. This is a cold, windy night in Stoke, this podcast. And I bet you lot couldn't do it there, wankers. And I am Ryan Shawcross. Absolutely. Fucking kicking lumps out of you. Asking Far away then, because I'm going to go play nine holes afterwards. Sorry, mate. Uh, it's the European Championship starting on Friday. What year was the first European Championships? No idea. Um, 1982. No, it's, it's older than that. Loads, loads older. Quite a bit, but not loads and loads. 60s. 1960. Yeah. I'll ask you who won it, but you'd, you'd never get it. Brazil. <laughs> Wee, Tom Shitter trivia. That was the Soviet Union. Oh, nice. They like, blow each other up to win it. No, nah, I think they just uh, played football. All oh, right, um, fair enough. Which country or countries are the most times winners? Hispania. Correct. And? Germany. Correct. How many times have they both won it? I'm going to guess four. That's a lot of tournaments. Three? Three. And then France are the only other team who have won it more than once. Interesting. Next up, we've got goals, goals, goals. Who are the top scorers tied to top scorers in in like the finals history, not qualifying? Country or Sorry, player? two players. Miroslav Kloser? No. David Villa? No. One you one is still playing. One, Ronaldo. That is one of them. The other is a bit of a legend of the game. Um, he is. I was going to say he's European then, but that probably wouldn't help. Yeah, thanks for that. He's he has stuff to do with football, but not in like coaching or management things like that. Well, is he like high up? Yeah. Although I think he might have got booted out. Not like Del Piero or someone like that, is it? Nah, older than that. Not sure. He's French. Played in the 80s. No, no idea. This is Platini. Right, and how many goals have Platini and Ronaldo scored? Um, how many tournaments have they played in each? Well, this is the thing that's pretty impressive about one of them and not so much about the other. So Ronaldo's got the tally in four tournaments mm-hmm. and Platini did it all in one tournament. Wow. So four tournaments. I don't think he would have scored more than... Oh, I'm going to go 11. Close. Nine. 
Tini scored nine in 1984. Impressive. Didn't it just? Uh, now, back to modern day times and focusing on the qualifying. Five teams went unbeaten in qualifying. Mm-hmm. Can you name those five teams? Two of which were perfect, one every game. England? England, no, we lost a game. France? No. Belgium? Belgium, one of the two had a perfect 10. Germany? No. Spain? They were unbeaten. Italia? They were the other perfect team. Now you've got two, two to go. They're not the biggest names. Denmark? There's one of them. They were four and four. They only had eight, eight games in their group. And then the last team. This is a potential dark horse. I quite like this as a dark horse, this team. Uh, don't class Portugal as a dark horse, would you? Not in this context. Uh, trying to think of teams that I haven't mentioned. Not like fucking Sweden or someone random like that, is it? It's not Sweden, but you're along on the right lines with the colours. I'm playing in yellow. I was so close to screaming Colombia then. <laughs> yellow and blue. Oh, Ukraine. Ukraine. Nice. We've got uh, one of their brothers, one of the Ukrainian players' brothers plays for our Sunday league team. Um, and the final question is who are the top who are the top scorers in qualifying individuals? Harry Kane. Harry Kane was top with how many goals? Five. Put some respect on his name. More. Way more. Ten. And a couple more. 12. 12. Now, if, <laughs> if you can... You, the sec, there's two that both scored 11. One of them is Ronaldo. Yeah. Now, you, you're not going to get this. I'm just going to put this out there. If you can name, if you can guess who the next striker is, then please let me know. And I'll, I don't know, I'll talk to you or something. I'll give you some level of credit. Because it, it's, a, it's a hell of a rogue shot. I don't think I've even heard of the player. Well, I'm not going to get it then, am I? No, you're not. So I'm not even going to say it, but it's another player who got 11 goals. Send some answers in. We'll let you know. And then the player behind that with 10 goals. Was Kylian Mbappe? It's not. He's playing in the tournament. He's not... He's known in England for, well, but he's not playing for a big country. He doesn't play for a big club. But you know him in England. Doesn't play for a big club. Doesn't play for a big country either. But you know him in England. Alioski. <laughs> I wish he scored that many goals. <laughs> uh, no idea. He's played in the Premiership and the Championship. So a lot of footballers. No, think about it. Scores a lot of goals. 
most of his goals have been in the Championship in the last couple of years. Not like Jordan Rhodes or someone mad like that, isn't it? Nah. Scotland. Nah. Nah, he's, he's not British. I don't know. He's just been promoted. Pookie. Pookie. Nice. Timmy Pookie. He is. Okay, that's the end of trivia. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are and what we're going to do about uh, when we do these pods across the Euros. Well, I think we should do one after each England game. Okay. So when we got on Sunday, I've got Monday off next week. I do not. Okay. Uh, well, we'll talk times off air. Mondays yeah. are going to be, once the year is out of the way, we might have to move it to a Tuesday on a more permanent basis. Yeah, kind of. Because I just do shit on Monday nights and you don't get home until half 60 or so. No. We might just do it at this time stop. But yeah, I'm with you. I think we should try and time it around the England games. And after every England game, I've got the day off so I can be hungover as fuck. Wanker. Tom Stanley, cool. have you got a final word? Um... Don't play five at the back, Gareth, if you're listening. Cheers. Bye.